A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 1 to 17. Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes. To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be holy, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way, in all your speaking and in all your knowledge, because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you. Therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will keep you strong to the end, so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God, who has called you into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, is faithful. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus, that all of you agree with one another, so that there may be no divisions among you, and that you may be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household, have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another I follow Apollos, another I follow Cephas, still another I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptised in the name of Paul? I am thankful that I did not baptise any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so no one can say that you were baptised in my name. Yes, I also baptised the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptised anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptise, but to preach the gospel, not with words of human wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. We can sometimes look back at the past with rose-tinted spectacles. We can even do that with the church. Today we begin to read and reflect on Paul's letter to the Corinthians. And if you ever want a letter to show that the church has never been perfect, read this. Corinth was one of the great cities of the Roman Empire. All the main east-west trade passed through Corinth, so it was always full of people on the move. And I have read it was also also a natural stopping-off point for tired businessmen seeking a little relaxation. Corinth was therefore infamous for its low moral standards. It was into this context that Paul took time to plant a church there, maybe not so different from today so that it would be well protected against the pressures and temptations of the city. But he also did it because he knew that a great trading place like Corinth could be good strategically for getting out the Christian message. Unfortunately, even with all of Paul's efforts, the young church developed all sorts of issues, some of which we see in this chapter. But first, I want to note that when Paul begins this letter, with one person's name at its heart, the name of Jesus, Paul's central concern here and throughout his life and work was Jesus. The name occurs eight times in nine verses. Paul couldn't stop talking about Jesus because without Jesus, nothing else he did or said made sense. And what he wants these Corinthians to get hold of most of all is what it means to have Jesus at the middle of your story, your life, your thoughts. If they can do that, this will help with everything else. So after reminding them about who they are in Jesus, he comes to the first problem, which seems that it's got back to Paul that there are divisions in the church, people following different leaders. 
Some saying I follow Paul, another I follow Apollos, another I follow Cephas, another I follow Christ. Perhaps some preferred Apollos' teaching style. Maybe some thought Cephas represented a more Jewish form of Christianity, so perhaps more orthodox. And then others did what people can still do today and claim that they are the only true followers. What we need to realise is that this city prided itself on its intellectual life. They would have had different people come and speak and share their wisdom. These people were known as sophists, and these sophists were often keen on making disciples for themselves. Their followers often quarrelled amongst themselves as who was the greatest teacher. The church in Corinth had fallen into this pattern of behaviour and treated Paul, Apollos, Cephas and Jesus as teachers to be played off against one another. It is so easily done. Paul reminded them that the only wisdom they needed was the wisdom of the gospel and to remember that they had been baptised in the name of Jesus Christ. We need to do all we can to be united as a church, remembering that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. The world can be hard enough without falling out amongst ourselves. Let me finish with this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, you are our Prince of Peace and you prayed for unity in the body of Christ that we may be united in love just as you are united with the Father in love. Give your children the desire to love one another as you have loved us and let the world know that we are your disciples by our love for one another. Give us a hunger to live in union with each other and may we be united as one in the bond of peace and fellowship in the Spirit. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.